0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to morning prayer. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and we are live on the last day of February, February the 28th. Praise the Lord. Let's make sure that we are on. We are, our volume is good. Praise God. So we've made it to the last day of February, and (laughs) we've got snow today. Well, Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. Thanks for joining us. Uh, For those who are joining us on YouTube or maybe our website, good morning to you. God bless you or good evening whenever you're uh, tuning in. Uh, We just are grateful for the Lord uh, and to the Lord uh, for this opportunity uh, that he makes available to us when we desire to uh, do what he wants us to do, he uh, gives us ideas, he gives us opportunity, he gives us, uh, you know, the money to be able to uh, utilize technology. Uh, he he helps us to accomplish that which he desires for us to accomplish. Amen. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Praise the Lord. And so uh, today as we go into prayer, yeah, it snowed. So I know uh, we've got my granddaughter here this morning for the day because they had no school. They called school uh, off yesterday evening. So their expectations were what we got today and they got what they expected. Uh, Good morning and happy Tuesday to you, Ivan. God bless you. God is so very good and he is so faithful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, so today we are going to pray and I was uh, just, you know, talking to the Lord this morning in my time with him and effective, about effective prayer. We talk a lot about effective prayer. A lot of people pray, um, but uh, the prayer may not be effective. Uh, I had a conversation actually, uh, happy Tuesday to you, Maricon. God bless you. I had a conversation with my granddaughter who's uh, eight yesterday on the way home from uh, school. And, you know, she was talking about some things. And I said, well, you know, you just have to uh, pray about that, you know, because there's nothing you can do uh, to change that. But God can change that. And she said, well, I've prayed a thousand times. (laughs) And it still hasn't happened. And I said, and that's uh, when we have faith. We have to have faith that it will happen, and then you know there's some correction that we have to do in terms of how we're praying. <laughs> We've got to pray in faith, but you know a lot of times that's how adults are. An eight year old uh, is like that. Then adults are like that. I've asked a million times, and he hasn't done it. You know, uh, but it's how have we asked? There's there's ways, and the Bible tells us how to ask and uh, how to uh, expect to receive, and so. I want my prayers to be effective. And so I need to follow uh, the pattern that the Lord gives me. Amen. And so one of the things that um, needs to be involved uh, or that we need to include in our prayers for it to be effective is uh, fervency. And we see that in James chapter five. And I'll read that verse. We've read it before, but it's it bears repeating Uh, Sometimes we can forget. And so in James chapter five, in verse 16, it says, and uh, let's go here, 16, confess to one another, therefore your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart, the earnest heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. And then it gives us an example in verse 17, Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours. And he prayed earnestly for it not to reign. And no rain fell on earth for three years and six months. He prayed for it not to rain and he was earnest about it and it happened. And then he prayed again and the heaven supplied rain and the land produced its crops as usual. Now you have to go back and you can go back to 2 Kings 17, verse 1, and then 18. If you read uh, first, I'm sorry, 1 Kings 16, 17, and 18, you'll see why he prayed that it would not rain. He was not just doing it out of his heart uh, just because he wanted to have, you know, no rain for anyone. No, he was following the leading of the Lord to do that. And it's like, why would the Lord not want rain? Go back and read it. And uh, then it did rain. It produced rain. Uh, and that's an example for us uh, about of someone who, when the Lord tells you and puts that burden to pray, you do that and you stay fervent in it and you you continue in that. And then when the Lord told him, okay, now it's time for rain, then he prayed again and rain came and he was persistent in that, and fervent in that. Romans 12, 11 is another verse that tells us to always, always be fervent in spirit. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Thanks for joining us. And then we read, and we read this the other day in Colossians 4, 2, that Epaphras was laboring fervently for the Colossians, the church, in prayers. He was fervent in that. Uh, When we look at the word fervent, uh, we have to be fervent if we want our prayers to be effective. Um, And if we look at the word fervent, it means hot, boiling, earnest, excited, glowing, earnest zeal, which is passionate enthusiasm in the pursuit of anything. Anything that we're pursuing, including prayer, answer to prayer, an eagerness of desire to accomplish. We want that prayer to be accomplished. We want God's plan to be accomplished. The burden to pray does not come to us out of our, uh, our mind or our, um, our body. It's, it's not us. When you have a burden to pray, a desire to pray that comes from the father, it's his desire. And so remember, we are co-laborers together with him. And when he puts that desire in us, uh, he doesn't do anything half-hearted. And neither should we. When we give ourselves to pray because the Lord has told us to pray, it should be with our full heart, and then another element to effective prayer is perseverance. Uh, we have to persevere. Uh, and that is, we'll see that in Luke chapter 18, there's an awesome example of this in Luke 18, that Jesus himself gives in Luke 18. I'll read it quickly it says in verse one, also Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart and give up. So this is a good, good verse to tell uh, my granddaughter, right? He said in a certain city, there was a judge who neither reverenced and feared God nor respected or considered man. Do you see that? He didn't, he did not honor god he did not love him and he didn't even consider man why was he a judge it makes you wonder right he was he was a wicked judge the bible calls him because he's a, he if you don't consider man why are you a judge right and and there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying she kept saying pray up uh, protect and defend and give me justice against my adversary and for a time he would not For a long time, he would not. But later he said to himself, though he knew this, though I neither reverence or fear God, nor respect or have consideration for man. He knew this about himself, yet because this woman continues to bother me. I will defend and protect and avenge her, lest she give me intolerable annoyance and wear me out (laughs) by her continual coming or at the last she come and rail on me or assault me or strangle me. Now, this was a little widow woman. She wasn't going to do that to him, do physical harm to him, but she was annoying him. (laughs) And so it says, uh, then the Lord said, listen to what the unjust or wicked judge says and will not our just God defend and protect and avenge his elect, his chosen ones who cry to him day and night. Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. However, here's here's the issue. However, when the son of man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? That's where the issue is. Not on his, our just God answering speedily, but whether or not we're persistent in our faith. Good morning, mom. God bless you today. So it's our, will he find persistence in faith? Perseverance. Hallelujah. That word perseverance here is the continued pursuit of any business begun. A constant pursuit to stand, to hold on, not to give over or abandon what is undertaken. Do you see that we have to have a fervent prayer? We have to offer fervent prayer, and then we have to be persistent and persevere in our prayer. Good morning, Lena. God bless you. And so we're not like, you know, the eight year old that says I've prayed a thousand times and he hasn't done it. And so then we stop praying. That's not how faith works. Faith is persistent in its pursuit because it's excited about the outcome. It's excited, it it has an intense desire to see that prayer accomplished because God said it would be, and so we know that it is, amen? So we don't give up, we don't pray for two seconds, and then when we don't see the answer, say, well, it must not work, right? Faith is persistent and gets excited about the work. You know, um, in, in my years of working uh, with teams, uh, I, I did a lot of working in different jobs with training individuals for uh, their uh, the job. So uh, I worked for a, a company that had software they made for like call center applications or data entry applications for, it was actually for Christian ministries uh, to take orders uh, when you call into their broadcasts and things of that nature. And so uh, I had the honor of training uh, individuals on new software. So I would be like a train the trainer. So I would learn the software, pick it up and then learn it and then teach others how to use it. And I always notice the, you know, woohoo, the fervor and intense and, you know, desire to learn, uh, initially. And then I noticed that, you know, that would fizzle out <laughs> and, you know, on to the next thing, the excitement didn't last very long. And so, uh, I, I had to try to figure out what motivated that person and what kept that person, uh, you know, excited about it. So that way they, through the training process, they didn't, you know, call out or <laughs> they didn't, you know, oh, uh, you know, and I, it was like herding cattle to get them, uh, to come to the training. So. It was always uh, a challenge for me to find out what motivated the person. Some, uh, it was uh, telling them, oh, my goodness, you are so good. Soon you'll be able to train others, you know, because they like that responsibility. For others, it was candy, (laughs) As simple as that, a treat. Oh, look! I got dessert for us when we come together. Um, for others, it was constantly telling them, "You can do this," and uh, you know, or telling them how, where we're headed. You know, casting vision about where what this software is going to do uh, when everybody has it. Everyone has a different motivation, and so uh, in prayer, our motivation should be, "I'm a co-laborer with the Father." We're co-laborers with him. In fact, there's a verse that talks about that. We're co-laborers with him, and we should be fervent in that. And so uh, we, when we do that, it's in, uh, it talks about that in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Uh, and, and we need to keep that desire that he has, because again, he doesn't do anything half-heartedly. He's wholehearted in everything he does towards us. When he had his plan for us, written for us before we were even born, before time was even being measured here on this earth, he had his plan and it was a wholehearted. He put all of himself, poured himself into the plan and then he poured himself and all of his character, all of him into us. And so we pour ourselves all of ourselves into prayer and we are fervent in it. And we stick with it until we see the answer. And if we plan to stick with it until we see the answer, I can tell you right now, we won't have to pray uh, for very long about it. And it says, you know, the just God, he's going to answer. It's not about that. It's will he find persistent faith on the earth? Does, does he have people, do you know that God won't put the burden to pray for someone or something on you? If he knows that you won't give time to that, he'll, he'll give it to someone that he knows he can wake up at three in the morning and they'll hit their knees and they'll stay until it's done. But if he knows that's not you, he won't bother you with that. That's why that people who pray like that are very busy because there are very few who are willing to do that. Those who are, are few. And so they stay very busy. They're woken up lots of times because not everybody is willing to do that. But I want God to be able to call on me at any time. I don't want him to say, Oh no, she's only available from, you know, two to three on Tuesdays or, Oh no, I can't call on him, uh, on Saturdays cause he's busy with other things. He, I, I can't call on. No, I want him to say, Oh, anytime I call on that individual, this is important to them. My will, my desire is important enough to them that they'll stop what they're doing and they'll pray. That's how I want God to think of me. Amen. That's what it means to be fervent and persevere and have a desire. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word and your will and your plan And your desire. We thank you, Father, that as you uh, created us, as you designed and you were putting the plan for us together, you did it with your whole heart. You did it with everything that you had, even the part of your plan where you sent Jesus uh, to fill that gap, that void, uh, to bridge that between you and us where we could have daily fellowship with you. When you did that, you did that with your whole heart. Whole heart. And so we tell you today we want to uh, live for you at, with whole hearts. We want all of our hearts to be uh, involved in this. We don't want to do it half-heartedly. We don't want to do it without fervency and without a strong, intense burning desire. And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you would uh, help us to fan the flame, Father God. Help us to fan the flame today. to to get it to be rekindled again in us, the desire to pray, the desire to any time that you ask us to pray, uh, that desire to be so burning within us that will not say, oh no, I I can't do that right now. uh, Or, oh no, I have other things that are more important. Oh no, I, I can't. No, no, no. The only thing that is important to us is your will. And so we delight to do your will, O Lord. Just as the psalmist said, we delight to do your will, O Lord. And so if your will is for us to pray, you put that burden of prayer uh, in our hearts. We'll do it. We'll honor it. Oh, Father, we'll do it. We'll be willing and obedient. Not enough to just be willing to say, Oh, God, oh, I want my will to be in line with yours. But we'll also do it. We'll step out and we'll obey. Any time that you ask us to do it, we'll obey. And so thank you. Thank you for giving us the desire. Oh, thank you for putting that desire to pray. On the inside of us, and we'll accept it. We'll do it with our whole heart, and we thank you, Father, for the answers that we receive when we pray fervently. Oh, Father, we go into this with the with the thought that we're going into this, and in the heart, the posture of our heart is: until we see the answer, we won't quit we won't get discouraged. We will not, uh, back down. We will not be overtaken, but we will, and we will not abandon what you've called us to do. It's until we see the answer. That's the posture of our heart. We will pray until we see the answer. And so thank you, father. Thank you, father. Uh, we'll not be like the disciples who did, not watch and pray. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We'll not be like them at that moment, at that hour where they grew tired will not grow weary, will not grow weary in our prayer time, will not grow weary in our prayer life. But thank you, Father, for a renewed prayer life. Oh, we thank you, Father, for a prayer life that's flourishing and fervent and effective in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We know that in this hour, we are called to pray. And yes, oh, Jesus, when you return to this earth, you will find persistent faith. Oh, yes, you will, because we'll be counted among them who have persistent faith in the name of Jesus. We speak that for every single person <coughs> who's joined us today in the name of Jesus. We'll not abandon our faith, but we thank you, Father, that we will grow and develop in persistent faith, we will persevere in prayer in the name of Jesus, because we have a burning desire to see that which you want accomplished here on this earth. And so we thank you and we give you praise for it in the name of Jesus. A mandoco bradi tahash. Yeah, if we'll give ourselves to pray for others, God will put us on the heart of people to pray. Oh yeah, we'll be covered in prayer because as we sow prayer for others, oh God will instill it and put it on the hearts of others to pray for us. Yeah, that's how he does it. And so we'll not be uh, uncovered in prayer. Oh, God will take care of our prayer, uh, the things that we have, our requests, if we'll take the time and pray for others. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We'll not be selfish in how we pray. For we know that our needs will be taken care of. And so we give ourselves to praying out your agenda. Every day when we sit down to pray, we'll not just start our prayers off for ourselves, but we'll say, Father, what is it that you desire for us to pray today? Who is it that you desire for us to pray for today? And as we do that, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) hallelujah, oh, he'll call others to pray for you, oh yeah, in your midnight Hour In your midnight hour, you'll not be without prayer, for he will stir the hearts of other men and women to pray for you. You'll not know who's... Uh, whose voice is calling out your name before the father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. And you can know that Jesus, your intercessor, he always makes intercession for you. Glory to God. So your name is always being called out before the throne of the father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to prayer. Oh, be earnest and give heartfelt prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, boiling hot your prayer life should be. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for life that's being breathed into our prayer life today, resurrected prayer lives today in the name of Jesus. We allow you, Father, to have your way in our prayer life today. And that is how we'll see things change in our lives, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we give ourselves to it today and every day from here on out oh fervent in our prayer time glory to god glory to god just waiting on you hallelujah ora che celebrando rovoste ne ingrazi li brondo covosci brahi ste lebrando lovosita radi ste lebrando rovosoto anda la rovosota thank you father Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There are things on this earth that will not be accomplished unless people pray. Again, God does work through his church. And if his church is not a praying church, then his church will lack power to do anything. And his church will not accomplish what he desires to be accomplished on this earth. And some will say, well, if God wants it done, he'll do it. No, he will not. Not if people don't cooperate with him. If there is no cooperation here on this earth, God can't do anything. And people say, I don't believe that. Go read his word then and go find out what he says in his word because uh, he is not, he does not have the authority here on this earth at this time because man turned it over to the enemy. And so the only people he can work in and through are people who yield, respond and cooperate with him. That is how his work gets accomplished here on this earth. Amen. Glory to God. The time is coming when the devil's reign will end and then he'll have authority back here on this earth and he can do as he desires. But for right now, he needs you and I. He needs us to walk out what he wants walked out here on this earth. And so give yourself to prayer so you can find out what that is, his will, his desire, and then we can obey and do it. Amen. So we give ourselves to prayer. There are things in your life that will never happen if you don't pray. There are things that will never happen. When you get to heaven, if you don't pray, you'll see those things that you could have had if you would take the time to pray. And so it's very important. I know it's like, in your face, but that is how it is. That is exactly how it is. We can go without here on this earth if we don't pray and exercise our spiritual authority. That's how we do it in that time of prayer. And, And the woman was stating what she wanted done. She was telling that judge, this is what you need to do for me. She was exercising authority and the judge saw that and recognized that. And he said, she will not quit. She will not quit. He saw her heart that she was like, I'm in this until it's done and you're going to be the one to do it. And so he had no other choice but to do it. And he did it. He did it, and if he was an unjust judge who did not care anything for God or people, how much more our Father in heaven, who loves us all and cares for us, will answer when we are fervent in our prayer. Glory to God! Glory to God! That's His promise. Amen. Glory to God! I just keep thinking of what Mister Hudson said. It's I just love it. I think that's just. He said, "I am not poor." I am rich, for in my pocket, I have $25 and the promises of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have the promises of God. Hallelujah. We have his promises that when we pray, we will see miracles, signs, wonders. We will see him work. We release his power uh, and send it to whatever it is that we're praying about tremendous power is available when we pray earnestly. Glory to God. Tap into that power and release it into your life and the lives of others around you. You see someone struggling in your life? Do you see that? Do you see people struggling in your life? I see it and and you see it. Well, give yourself to praying because speaking hasn't, hasn't changed anything, has it? we can talk about it. You can talk to them. You can be concerned. Your concern changes nothing, but your concern mixed with prayer, (laughs) your concern mixed with prayer, that will change everything. Amen. It will change everything. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, bless the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. And I will see,